0: Well, a couple of assignments ago, I was at St. Joseph in Amherst. So I was all the way in the west side of the diocese. And uh, there was a, a, a good friend of mine who um, had some family out there. And there was a young boy named Isaiah. He was, he was kind of like in middle school age, and he wanted to get baptized. And so I was really excited because I got to, to uh, take him to be baptized. And his church was St. Vincent de Paul. So I took him to St. Paul there, and we did the baptism. And a couple years went by, and um, he wasn't going to church anymore. And I felt really bad about this. You know, this kid that I baptized now isn't going to church. But he was really involved in sports. He was playing football a lot, and he was actually going to be playing my parish um, in football. So he was coming to St. Joseph to play a football game, and he was coming from St. Vincent of Paul. So I said to him, how about uh, if—it was on a Sunday, too—so I said, how about if you go to Mass, and then after Mass— um, I'll come. I'll come and watch the game with you, and he said to me, "I'm not really going to mass, you know, anymore. I don't really do that. So, but how about if you come and watch football with me?" And I said, "No, come on. Like, w- is there anything that I can do to make you want to go to mass?" And he said to me, "Well, how about if you wear Saint Vincent de Paul's? If you wear my at the game when you when you come to the game?" So I said to him, "Oh man, that's a tough one, but if." It's worth it, you know, like if you go to Mass, I'll wear whatever jersey you want me to wear and, uh, and come to the game like that. So he went to Mass that morning and he texted me and he said, I went to Mass and he made me a jersey. He made me a, a St. Vincent de Paul jersey. And I, I put it on and I walked over to the, the, the football field at um, uh, St. Joe's in Amherst. I walked over to the football field and as I walked up towards the stands, I had the most horrible feeling in the world Because all of a sudden, my people that I love, St. Joseph and Amherst, were screaming at me. They started yelling at me, screaming at me, and they were just like horrified that I would wear the opponent's jersey. And I'm kind of like, really, is this a big deal? It's like you know, sixth grade football or something like that. So I was a little bit naive to what this visceral experience would be like of wearing the opponent's jersey. They were absolutely, crazy and uh, to the point where I almost couldn't sit in the stand. I had to like kind of walk down by the field. And then about halfway through the game the coach went into the the, the shed that they have and and he brought me out a St. Joseph Amherst shirt and he said, Father, I think you better put this on. And so I did. I traded jerseys. I put on the St. Joe's and Amherst shirt and I found myself once more totally reunited with the people of St. Joe's and Amherst. And for me it was of like what it must have been like for this guy that showed up at the wedding feast. So we hear in the, at the end of the scripture passage, this man shows up at the wedding feast and he shows up without the white garment. And the master of the wedding feast, God the Father, says to him, "Where's the white garment? And he says, "I don't have it." And so he takes him and he throws him out of the wedding feast. And some of us can think like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Why would God do that? You know if this guy showed up without a, without a garment, why wouldn't he just let him in anyways? Well, the reality is that the garment is a deeper sim- symbol of us being clothed in Christ, us being wrapped in Christ, us actually being one in Christ. And the other reality is, in wedding celebrations back in that day, whenever they sent out the invitations for the wedding, they would also send out the garment. So everybody was given a garment to wear, and this guy chose to show up to the wedding without his garments. So what does that have to do with us today in the church? Well, each and every one of us has this invitation to the wedding feast, and the wedding feast is the Eucharist, right, so we're all invited to the wedding feast. And at baptism, each and every one of us was given what? A white garment, right? So in baptism, we were given a white garment to wear. And in that moment, I want to read you the prayer from from baptism, because it's such a beautiful prayer. The celebrant says to the child or to the adult, whoever's being baptized, you have become a new creation and have clothed yourself in Christ. See in this white garment, the outward sign of your Christian dignity and with your family and friends to help you by word and example, Bring that dignity unstained into everlasting life. So when you were given that white garment at baptism, you've been clothed in Christ. And so throughout our whole lives, if we live in union with Christ, we can always come forward to the Eucharist. Because that's our identity. We're wrapped in Christ. But two things can happen to destroy that white garment. One would be grave sin. If we commit any grave or mortal sin, we have soiled that garment to the point where it is no longer recognizable. And so sometimes people show up to to the Eucharist and, and they say, well, I have grave sin, but why can't I just receive the Eucharist? And the truth and the reality is you can, but there's a process for that. There's a way for your white garment to be restored. And that process is? confession right so we have this one we've soiled our white garment or destroyed it we can have it be restored and then come to the Eucharist the other thing that would keep us from receiving the Eucharist or coming forward to the the Eucharist is not having received that white garment so people often wonder you know like of of people that aren't aren't Catholic they say why can't I go to communion doesn't God love me can I go And my response to them often is, yes, you can go, but there's a process for it. Like if you go and and you go through RCAA, you come and learn about the faith and you're initiated into our faith, you will receive this white garment and you can come forward to receive the Eucharist. So the reality is that we're all given these opportunities to come forward and to receive the Eucharist. We're all clothed in Christ. Our entire lives we have opportunities to come every Sunday. But there's going to be this final judgment, this last judgment before we get into heaven or hell or purgatory whatever that may be. There's going to be a final judgment. And in that final judgment, we have to show up with our white garments on. We have to show up clothed in Christ. We have to show up pure in Christ. We have to show up ready to enter into heaven. And some people may have lost their white garments. Some people may have walked away from the faith. Some people may no longer believe in God. Some people may have sinned so gravely and turned themselves away from God. But the reality is we do have our entire life to receive this white garment, to wear this white garment, to go to confession, and to have it be renewed, so that one day when we show up to eternal life, to that final judgment, God will see us as clothed in Christ and we can enter into heaven. The Sunday Eucharists are just a glimpse of that, you know, and so if we can do that every Sunday of our lives, if we can show up every Sunday pure, every Sunday with our white garment, then we are most likely to go to that final judgment and be clothed in that white garment. But if we don't have the white garment, we'll experience the same thing that I experienced. St. Joseph and Amherst, this visceral rejection. We'll experience the same thing that Jesus preaches in the gospel today, the rejection from the kingdom of God, and ultimately the rejection from eternal life. And so it's so important that we have this white garment and that we keep it unstained until, until eternal life. It's important not only for ourselves, but for those that we love. And so as we prepare to enter into these sacraments, we realize that we are called to wear this. We're also called to catechize, to educate, to evangelize, to bring other people into this possibility of wearing the white garment, of being part of this team of Christ, and one day ultimately getting to join in that final celebration of eternal life.